Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Well, hi everyone. Welcome to Ask Wardy, the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking. I'm so excited to be with you today talking about one of my favorite things, and that is milling whole grain flours. Okay, well, today's question has to do with how to make your own all-purpose flour, and it comes from Jeanette R. First, let me ask you a couple questions. If you've ever baked with whole grain and thought, I just need something lighter, something fluffier, well, besides using fresh ground flour, there is another thing you can do at home to achieve lighter, fluffier baked goods, and that is to make your own all-purpose flour at home by sifting. And it's not exactly like the store's all-purpose flour, but it's pretty close and it really works, even though we can't get it quite as fine as the store. So here's Jeanette's question. She says, if you use einkorn flour and mill it yourself in your mock mill, do you only bake with whole wheat flour? How do you make it into all-purpose flour? Well, it's a great question, Jeanette. So here's personally what I bake with. Um, I bake with a combination of whole grain or sifted flour, sometimes all sifted flour, and sometimes all whole grain flour. All whole grain is for those heartier breads and loaves where you want something hearty. And then the combination I might use for lighter pastries, cookies and cakes, or sometimes all sifted in those. So it's pretty simple. I'm basically thinking about what the end result is for what flour I choose. Now, I know some of you might be thinking at this point, wait a second, she's talking about all-purpose flour, she's talking about sifting her flour, and everybody says whole grains are the best. So is that unhealthy? Well, here's the thing. It's not that cut and dried. Yes, whole grain is great, but there's really... Um, Two consequences that come from sifting your flour into all, a type of all-purpose. One of them's good, one of them's bad, but neither of them are the end of the world. So first I'll tell you about the bad one. So sifted flour, being more like all-purpose flour, is more refined, so it hits the blood sugar faster. And this can be mitigated if you use traditional practices like sourdough, which reduces the starch content um, of your end product so it doesn't have to be um, the it doesn't have to be a bad thing now the other thing that comes about from sifting your flour is a good thing and as I'm going to show you today when you sift your flour you're removing the outer tougher parts of the grain called the bran and in the bran is where the phytic acid is and phytic acid is an anti-nutrient that when you consume it blocks or binds with minerals so it blocks their absorption leading to mineral deficiencies. So it's actually a good thing to take it out, especially to take the bran out, especially if you're not doing traditional methods like soaking, sprouting, or sourdough. So in case you need it, which you don't, you can make your own decisions, but I do give you permission to sift your flour. And if you are using methods like we teach with sourdough, then you know you have the very best of everything, light baked goods, as well as a reduction in um, starch through the process of sourdough. So it's a win-win and I give you permission to do it when you want to. Okay, so here is actually how to do it. If you do decide you wanna do a homemade all-purpose in your kitchen, here is how. Now, 
you can start with flour that you've already purchased or you can start with fresh milled flour. And I start with fresh milled flour because it's always better to do that. In fact, fresh milled flour is just often um, as fluffy and light result, gives you as light and fluffy results as sifted flour because it's so light from coming out of the mill. But you can make it even better by sifting it. Um, so here we're gonna start. I have the mock mill. I'm gonna tell you about the mock mill um, in a bit. And this is an affordable home stone grain mill and it's my favorite mill. I've actually been recommending it to you all for over a year and I'm loving it myself in my kitchen. So I have it on the finest setting and um, I have some einkorn grain here which is what I use primarily in our kitchen. It's an ancient wheat. It's the oldest variety of wheat. It's gentler starch, gentler gluten and then when you combine that with sourdough as a traditional method you have the very best possible baked goods. So I'm going to um, mill some of this. Now, this is step one, is milling if you start with fresh milled flour. And as a general rule, if you need two cups of flour in your recipe, you're gonna mill one cup of grain. Um, but since we're sifting, we might need to do a little bit more because we're taking some out. So that's just some general information on how much um, grain you need to grind. So I'm gonna start with one cup here. And I'm gonna have it ready because the first thing you do is turn on the mill. Then you put All right, there we go. The stones are just slowing down there. And there's usually a bit more in the machine that you can tap out. Um, but look at this, this is whole grain flour. So you can see from here, that it's a little bit um, brown flex because the entire grain has been um, ground into flour. And it's very cool to the touch, by the way. And if you've been around other mills, like for instance, the Nutramill and Impact Mill, that's what we used to have, this is much quieter. And here we go, we have about two cups of flour here, whole grain flour. Now to sift it, it's very simple. I have an eight cup sifter here. I just do it by hand because I'm usually not doing huge batches. I'm accumulating stuff here. All right, so you need a sifter and you need a free bowl. And then you're gonna take your whole grain flour by you know, the cupful, put it in your sifter. Do a little bit more there, okay? And then you are going to sift by rotating the crank and it'll start pushing the flour through the fine mesh at the bottom of this sifter and it's gonna come out even lighter and fluffier and without the coarse brand. So I'm gonna do it all the way till it's done. It shouldn't take too long. Now, one thing that Jeanette asked, she's the one who asked, asked the question today, but she had a follow-up question, which is how long do you sift it? Well, as, you, as you'll see when you do this, there's it's accumulating this like, um, clump of darker brown in the center and that's just kind of bouncing on the top of the sieve and you just basically do it till it's all dark. You don't want to force bran through. So you want to leave stuff in here that's too tough so it doesn't end up in your flour, your all-purpose flour. Okay, so can you see? That's mostly dark brown and if, I don't know if you can see from here but that's lighter 
color with some brown flecks. This is pretty concentrated brown, dark brown. And then in this bowl, it's nearly all light colored. Hopefully you can see all those differences there. And so when this is left to the tougher stuff, you just discard that. M meaning it could go on the compost. Um, it doesn't have to go to waste. But if you want lighter baked goods, obviously you don't want to put it in those baked goods. And so now I have lightweight sifted flour. And you would proceed with your cookies or your cake or whatever. You can do this with sprouted flour. So if, if my berries were sprouted, which I do quite often, um, and they're completely dry, they can go through the mill and you can make sprouted sifted flour. So there's just a lot of possibilities here. And that's how simple it is. Jeanette, thank you so much for your question. As, um, as a thank you for submitting a question for Ask Gordy, you get a gift. So I'll, I'll be in touch so you can choose that. And let that be a reminder to anyone who submits a question for Ask Gordy. We do have a gift for you when you do um, and when I answer your question. Okay, so I do want to take a few moments and talk about the mock mill because it's that time of year. You may have things like this on your list, your Christmas wish list. And Mock Mill has put together a very great special for me to share with you today that runs through into January. Um, and I'm really excited about sharing it with you because as I said, it's been about a year now that I've been sharing the Mock Mill. And I hear from Mock Mill that many of you have purchased it already and are happy with it. And I just love that because I love the mill myself. It's my favorite. So it's made by Wolfgang Mock. And he, um, he manufactures it in Germany, and he actually started making grain mills back in the 1970s, so he's been doing it for a long, long time. It's said that nearly 70% of the mills that are in people's homes or stone mills are made by him. And this mill is super exciting because it's new to the market, but it combines all of his wisdom and experience of making quality stone grain mills, but it has affordable housing, so it's finally affordable for people like us in our homes to use regularly. Um, it will grind all grains, even gluten-free. It can even crack grains for porridge. I should show you the, um, the setting on the side where you can go one is finest to 10 highest. That's your coarseness setting. So yeah, if I want to do a breakfast porridge like you know cracked wheat, but I usually use einkorn, I'm doing it on you know, the coarser settings like 10. I, and it can even do spices like I don't know if you could see it, but a little bit of my fennel came first with this flour because I had run fennel through the mill not too long ago. You can do peppercorns into your pepper. Um, now, all the details about the mock mill are at tradcookschool.com slash mock mill. And I did say that there was going to be a special, and that's true. If you purchase a mock mill through my link, which is tradcookschool.com slash mock mill, you get a whole bunch of things. So the mock mill itself, if you choose the mock mill 100, which is right here, you get $20 off. If you choose the Mock Mill 200, you get $30 off. The main difference is speed. So if you need your flour to come out faster, choose the 200. I'm very happy with the 100. You also get an Ancient Grains um, bonus pack, and it's worth um, $43, and it contains um, einkorn grain, spelt grain, which is not pictured here, and I wanna make sure I get everything for you. I'm sorry, not spelt. It comes with einkorn, which is not pictured, and then has gluten-free grains as well, like buckwheat, millet, and teff, which is not pictured. And also very exciting is a sourdough starter from Breadtopia. So you get all those things with free shipping um, worth $43.54. You also get, and I want to show you a picture of it, Mock Mill sends you two ebooks, 
One is the Mock Mill Farm Directory and Milling Guide, so they tell you all about farming and milling. And second is a Mock Mill Recipe Guide, and some of my recipes are in there, as a matter of fact. So you get those two free eBooks. That's all from Mock Mill when you order through January uh, 21st. Now, on my part, um, I'm throwing in a gift as well. So what you do to get my gift is first you buy the Mock Mill at tradcookschool.com slash mock mill. Then you go to tradcookschool.com slash mill bonus to get two free eBooks from me. It's our sourdough A to Z eBook package and our einkorn baking eBook package that contains our recipe e-cookbooks, um, masterclass videos, and bonuses. It has a total value of $128, but I'll give it to you for free. So again, I hope you can take advantage. So many people have been loving the mock mill since last year, and we have too, and you can do grains into flour or cracking them even gluten-free you can do spices and you can even do some non-oily nuts and seeds as well so it's very versatile the stuff comes out cool it's not loud and stone is just a wonderful like old-fashioned way of grinding grains that i personally just love every time i turn it on so i hope you can take advantage of the deal twenty dollars off at least you could do 30 if you get the bigger mock mill plus the ancient grains package the two ebooks from Mock Mill and free shipping. So $63 or more you can save at tradcookschool.com slash mock mill, M-O-C-K-M-I-L-L. -L. And then if you go to tradcookschool.com slash mill bonus, you will get two extra free books, ebooks from me. Whew, that's a lot. Thank you so much, Mock Mill, especially Jade for putting this together for everybody. And before I close, I just want to say if you've got a question for Ask Wardy, be sure to submit it and you'll get a free gift. Um, additionally, I have a lot of information on home grain milling, much more than I've shared today. Today I just showed you how to sift, but I can I showed you a lot more um, in the past, and I have a free ebook for you. It's our Home Grain Milling 101 ebook, which is right here. And if you'd like that ebook, which is from my series on grain milling, it's tradcookschool.com/milling101. Enter your email and then I will send it to you by email. Totally free and it'll give you a, a great big introduction to milling your own grains at home. All right. Well, thanks, Jeanette, for the question. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you, Micah, for your help. Thank you, Peggy, for your help. It's a great blessing to be here with you each week. Next week, I'm going to talk more about home grain milling, so I hope you join me then. Same time, same place. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app, or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.